Uh, I felt led to come to Charlotte, North Carolina. Yes, welcome to the Queen City, yes. <laughs> place, and I was like, who starts all over at the age of, you know, 50 something? We say and 50 plus, how about that? That's what I say, 50 plus, how about that? everyone, welcome to the Career Education Learners in a Podcast. I'm your host, Mitchell Rivers. I am honored and thrilled to have Dr. Tiffany Burks on our show today. Dr. Burks is Dean of Students. How are you doing today, Dr. Burks? I am doing very, very well. And how are you? I am doing fantastic. Thank you so much for asking. Dr. Burks, can you tell our audience a little bit about yourself and your journey to your current career path? Well, a little bit about myself, I am a, I like to introduce myself, I, I have five beautiful children. So those are my biggest and my greatest accomplishments. Um, I am, I started uh, basically teaching Sunday school at 10 years old. Wow. <laughs> you started real young. You started young. Yeah, that's real young, Dr. Burks. <laughs> Did they know that child labor laws? I know. And back then, you know, you had to keep your your if you were older, you were like the if you were older amongst your cousins or your uh -huh. siblings. I don't have any, you know, siblings. I have half brothers, but I don't have any I'm a mother birth. So I started at such a young age keeping kids. And um, of course, um, I was the only child. I was just, I just said my mother only had one child, but um, I lived in a neighborhood that housed foster kids. And oh. I just gravitated to, you know, to the kids that were next door. I actually remember, I realized as I was, as I older, I said, wow, I was an advocator back then. But one of the, children that were the foster care had told me that they were being mistreated. Oh, man. We're yeah. going into this lady's house and saying, you going to leave her alone. You oh, know? <laughs> and she said, little pal, if you don't get out of my house. But um, I just remember that, you know, as I, you know, go into my position of what I'm doing right now. But of course, I started off, um, I was a drama teacher. I was a substitute teacher. I was um, a ELA teacher for middle grades, um, language arts. Um, I did not start off with my teaching license. I had to go back to school. Um, I graduated. My BA was in communications, broadcast news. Oh, boy. And uh, my minor was theater arts from Federal State University. Um, so Bronco pride there. I see. I see. I did some time at A and T, um, but I had to come back. My mother had gotten um, sick; she had a stroke. So, oh, no, sorry to hear that. Thank you. Came back to my hometown, 
and um, and she's doing she's doing well now. Of course, that was years ago, but mm-hmm. um, that was my teaching experience. And then I had a mentor who who you know watched how I taught, and he said, you know what, you should be an assistant principal. And I said, for real, you think so? And I was like, yeah. Or he said a principal. He didn't say assistant principal. <laughs> I'm sorry. And so I actually um, started. Um, I started the the um, the quest of being a principal, and so I was an assistant principal for eight years. It was it was it was difficult, but I mm-hmm. learned a lot. Uh, after that, I became an IPG coordinator. It was something through the ESSER funding where I worked in Cumberland County Schools as an IPG coach, and that was similar to um, coaching teachers. And then they had, I had to report data to um, to the district, to DPI, I'm sorry, NCDPI. And so then after that, uh, I felt led to come to Charlotte, North Carolina. Yes, welcome to the Queen City, yes. <laughs> place, and I was like, who starts all over at the age of, you know, 50-something? We say 50 and, plus, how about that? That's what I say, 50 plus, how about that? Yeah, I was like, who does that? And I kept on needing confirmation from other people to tell me that it's okay, it's okay. But then I was like, Lord, if you say it's okay, it's okay. It's great for me to do this. Not okay, but that's where you're leading me. And so um, make a long story short, um, I got had a job um, at a school as an academic facilitator, but didn't have a place to stay. So it was a faith move. It really was. We had no place to stay. We were staying in a hotel and um, we would we come to Charlotte prior just to look around and find places, but could not find a place. And finally, I found a place on my birthday. Oh, my goodness. That is great. Right on your birth- what a birthday gift. Yes. That sir. is a great birthday gift. Yes. Thank you. And so now I did apply. I said, well, you know what? God allowing me to use that job to get me here. And so then I applied for a job for Dean of Students. And as soon as I applied, the next thing I know, the principal there called, but emailed me and was ready to interview me, had already contacted my principal and the assistant principal. <laughs> and then the next thing I know, I was hired. So now I'm currently a Dean of Students. And so that led me to my um, career path. And I love working with I just love people. I love people in general, but I love working with children. And so I will be at an elementary school. I was at a high school, but now I'm at an elementary school. So I'm, I have to, for me right now, of course, I have to, um, I have a set of twins. I have ch- five children all together, but I have a set Ooh, of twins. That's a task and within itself. <laughs> yes, sir. You're right. You're absolutely right. But that's that's basically it. That is fantastic. Five beautiful children. Uh, you don't look at you don't look like you have more than one or two children, but you have five. That is whew, I, I couldn't do that. Even I'm the male. <laughs> I'm the male and I don't do nothing to have to do with that process, you know. I just say breathe. <laughs> breathe. That's about it. <laughs> and worry. That's that's easy to do with what women do, I tell you what. Yeah. Have, you, have you always wanted to be in education? You said it little. You started off Sunday school. So did that help you decide that, hey, when I get older, that's what I want to be when I become an adult? 
you'll be surprised at what I wanted to do. I want to be an actress. Oh, okay, okay. Actress. I actually um, went to California, and uh, they had uh, like a call. They needed extras for Sister Act Two. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Willie Goldberg. And you might look. I, I was like, we were watching Sister. I, I said, I still don't see me up there. I don't see me like. I was in the <laughs> on stage and I was like way, way in the back and I was like, but I didn't really give it my, it was just, I was like, I ain't getting paid for this. And they fed us that we had um, I think like raffle drawings or something where they gave out prizes. Hmm. But I was there for the first and second. I think I had to be there for the third part, but I did not, but I really wanted to be an actress. That was just, a desire, but then when you find out all that you have to do in order to be in that industry, I just wasn't I, I wasn't ready to do that yet. But I said, as I get older, I can create now, you know, during COVID, it taught mm -hmm. me, but whatever you desire, you can create it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I said, you know what? I was sitting business plans and things like that. Um, and I said, maybe, you know, my kids, they, my twins, they love acting. I said, maybe we can start us a little production company. Oh, okay. That'd be fantastic. Something small that they could just YouTube and like just create content because they have some very interesting stories. And my daughter likes to write. She likes to, she's eight years old, but she likes to write. She likes to film. My son likes to, he's an architect. He likes to draw and, oh. and build things. And um, so I have him working on my logo and I have <laughs> her creating content for it's just something where people can watch and it's clean and it's not, you know, I watch a lot of YouTube and I'm just like, wow, they're just showing off all the stuff that they have. But just something <laughs> that's just uh -huh. basic. <laughs> but, you know, you have a wealth of knowledge there, especially in the educational system, not only being assistant principal and, and teacher, but also you have kids that grew up as far as in the educational system, the public education system, right? Or did you, or did you go to private? I, I may have been spoken there, but in a private school system or the public school system? Are you I kids? did both. I actually did both. I was um, public, private. I did elementary, middle school, and high school. Um, and um, that was my experiences that I had. And it is a lot of information and a lot of, um, I've had a lot of resources too, as I, especially in, in education, far as teaching was concerned, just a lot of professional developments that I had to attend. And it's amazing that I can use that now to help coach teachers, all the information. Cause I kept, you know, pulling resources. I said, really things have not changed. Everything of course is technology driven, right. but things have not changed. People still want to be, cared for people still want to be loved people still want to be respected so those things have not the core of people have not changed it's just the other things that are that are external that have has changed and going into the segue into as far as academic environment in our high schools today are they conducive to make sure that our young people get educated enough to be prepared for college or vocational school military etc are we preparing our young people for that I believe that we are, we, we are, I mean, the school that I'm currently working at is, you know, in our district believes in college career readiness. It's just difficult in finding 
educators. Educators are leaving. Um, they're leaving the field of teaching. Um, so I believe that they are, is just trying to find someone to be able to educate our, our children. It's very, very difficult. Um, I know a lot of things far as, I believe um, I heard, uh, and I read a little bit about the General Assembly considering the pay far as making it more um, profitable for the teachers. Um, but I believe if, if there was more um, incentives for teachers mm -hmm. that they would come back to the field of, of, of teaching, but it's, it's not competitive. Um, I wish that um, education had the same mindset as our, as our military branches of how they're able to, I mean, my son, he's 21 years old and he, he just uh, got out of the military, but I was just like, son, you're just going up the ranks pretty fast and you're doing this and you're doing that. I believe that it should be more incentives for teachers um, and um, allow them to have a vacation. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I know they have a vacation time, but I allow them to have something. I think I was watching or reading something where the supervisors actually pay or give supplements for their mm -hmm. um, their employees to have a vacation. Mm -hmm. um, so I wish it was just more incentives. I believe that the the heart of the districts are right, but it's just they're going to have to change how they are um, keeping teachers, and it's not just um, not just paying them, but just yeah. creating incentives to keep them to stay um, and getting to know getting to know their teachers, not just um, having them uh, in a position, but just actually getting the know. I know it was a book uh, uh, called Love Language for Your Spouse, but there's actually a book, Love Language for Your Employees, too. Oh, okay. Never heard that before. So, yes, but just getting them to figure, figure it out. Mm -hmm. Just knowing the ones that you labor uh, with is very, very important. So uh, which is more, which is more as far as Sound like in addition to retention, what about the feeder system? Is there great recruiting for teachers? I mean, we can always go back to high school where you're at now. Is that are we enticing kids to even go into that profession? No, I had a plan, mine, <laughs> but just far as it would be so amazing if we could prepare our students that are in high school to come back, like you had mentioned, to come back into the classroom, but it is not enticing to them because they say, and I hear, I would hear my students tell me, I don't know how you do it. If <laughs> to me and said what they said, I would go off. Mm -hmm. So that means that that child, <laughs> that individual yes. needs proper training and that emotion is higher than um, I guess uh, how they're feeling right now is higher than walking into that professionalism, so to speak. But um, it's it's not it's not. But it would be great if we could create some internships 
for students in high school because I remember my bus driver was 16 years old. I remember that. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't believe that it is inviting. And then trying to figure out what it is, having that conversation, establishing some type of organization to find out, you know, or a survey tool to find out, mm -hmm. hey, how can we keep, how can, what would make you want to be a teacher? Or what would make you want to come back and teach. Yeah, I'm trying to get that on your level, the high school level. I am going to talk to someone at the college level. I know a lot of schools, especially in North Carolina, Appalachian State is a big teaching school. And when I was growing up, either they, my teachers either had a master's or undergrad degree at Appalachian State. Even my mama went there to take some courses. So, and she was a teacher. So, I come a background of teachers, Dr. Burt. So, my father was a music teacher and my mom was an English literature teacher. And so, uh, when I got older, my father died when I was younger. When I got older, my mom went back to school, uh, to a and in fact, got a master's degree and came back and taught at the local community college, Mitchell Community College, in fact, in Statesville, North Carolina, until she retired. And so the feeder system almost thought like in business, because I was a business master major, you know, we started getting kids early. You know, I talked to someone the other day about entrepreneurship and how they're starting to get kids interested in entrepreneurship with entrepreneurship camps and all kinds of books and you know writings and youtube stuff get them into entrepreneurship and get them thinking about having their own business are we seeing that same thing with teachers though you like you said i just thought about that to where are we feeding the young minds and hey i want to be a teacher when i'm growing up now when i was growing up earlier um, when we grew up um teachers was a great profession they had great respect everybody thought about being a teacher i knew majority of the um kids i went to hey i'm gonna be a teacher when i grow up and now I just don't hear that when I go to high schools or I've been to high schools or talk to young people, I don't hear too many young people today saying, I want to be a teacher. You know, I hear a lot of young people say, hey, I want to get me a YouTube channel. <laughs> um, I even met a student who had uh, his own book um, mm -hmm. and it's on Amazon. And uh, they have that entrepreneur spirit but they're not willing. I'm, I'm just speaking for the generation, this generation. Right. And, and perhaps um, I'm trying to think of the generation, right, the high school generation. Um, I know we got our Generation Z or, or um, I'm trying to get all my. No, I, I don't know those letters. You don't know where about those letters. You get lost. I don't know no letters. Z, S, P, S, P. I tell you what. Yes. Yes. WCBT and the ABC. Hey, you can mess with those letters. It's called the new generation, what I call them. <laughs> right. And so a lot of the, you're exactly right. And so a lot of the kids I've spoke to, they want to, they're going to go into the military. That is what. Oh, that's good. Okay. It's either college or military. But a majority of my students that I have dealt with in time past, they have gone to the military. Mm, that's um, that's wonderful. And so the student that I was telling you about that wrote a book and uh, I mean, I was just like, and I, I don't know if I, well, anyway, I just remember he was, I kept on hearing kids say, man, you got that? And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like thinking, God, what? Is he selling drugs at this school? What is he doing at this school? Uh -huh. you know? And find out this kid was selling spaghetti dinners. Oh man. And I was like, hmm. What in the world? Like, that's where my mind went because that's what I was used to. Right. Uh -huh. 
principal, but this kid had an entrepreneur spirit. But I asked him, I said, so what are you going to do after you finish high school? He said, I'm going, I'm going to the army. Mm-hmm. It was one of those branches. And I said, wow, mm-hmm. um, a lot of my son, my son is, my other son is 21 and all of his friends have gone into the military. I think one student has gone uh, to college. Mm-hmm. So they want to go to college. I think their parents are telling them, go to college, go go to the military, and the military will pay for your college. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you, all of the educators, I mean, I look at my, the folks that I have graduated with, they're in education. Mm-hmm. All of them are in education. Majority yeah. of them are in education. Um and it was just so funny. Even my my school teacher, that was really, really funny. Um, he was uh, my math teacher in, I think, the 10th grade. And so I actually was his supervisor. Oh. And I thought that was, I was an assistant principal, but he mm. was at a high school and he was teaching math. And I was just like amazed by you just never know, you know, how things turn, you know, mm-hmm. and I, w- I would make fun of him. I'd be like, I'm your supervisor now. So, <laughs> but, um, he was, he was still the same. Mm-hmm. Nothing changed. It was just for him. It was, he was experienced just the lack of respect versus what, how we were raised. Um, right. Right. Um, you just don't talk back. If your teacher tells you to do something, you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was basically it. So he was dealing with a generation that, you know, what uh, these kids now, which is amazing to me, I, I'm learning from them. They're not going to tolerate disrespect. Yes. Um, you can't come yelling at them. You have to talk to them. They just like we're human beings. They're human beings too. They're just, yes. 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 Um, and, um, uh, far as, and they, and they, they sense genuineness. You know, we we mm. were just brought up. We just had to respect. If you were an adult, yeah. we had to respect you. But yeah. you know, this generation, you have to respect them. You know, and they'll respect you. It goes it goes both ways. It's not do as I mm. uh, say and not as I do because they're watching. So, um, yes, I hope I answered your question. Oh, you did, you did, and. It's, it's amazing because it's almost like that old saying we have, you are in, you are influenced by the environment you come up in, right? Because I, I hear from the military that they need more people. I hear from business people like we need more people business. Or I hear from a lot of people in the entrepreneurship, we need more entrepreneurs. It's like every profession needs, you know, we need more people who come in our profession. And it's a battle getting the talent there. Um, I'm just coming from your profession here. Teaching is where I hear probably the most. And that's that's where I was surprised because I was in the military. I was in Army Reserve. And that's how it helped me get my education on the Army Reserve and end up serving in Desert Shield, Desert Storm. But now it seems like that the f- teaching is very vital. I mean, very vital, sorry, very vital. And I just don't see, and I hear a lot of complaints from educators. My brother's an educator too, cousins, relatives. Um, The number of kids that want to be teachers like we did growing up. And that's why I come, I want you on the show that what can, what can we do as parents? Can we, you know, what can we do to entice them that that's a noble and greatly needed profession, you know? 
and they may even go business first, right? They may go business or go do their own thing, and they may become back and get their teacher's licensure, you know, become a teacher. And so that's another way to where maybe school districts can attract those people. You know, I know they have a lot of programs when I'm going up with business people and people in other professions to come in and teach. So I'm just trying to find out, like, what can we do to get our young people interested in becoming part of that great profession? In fact, my mentor here on the podcast is also does a show where he celebrates teachers, you know. He said, we're not celebrated enough. Um, so he celebrates teachers. So that's why I wanted you on the show today, Dr. Burris, is get that perspective for someone who's in that field and in the high school, hearing from students, you know, like you have been doing. And like, what can we do to attract our students toward that teaching profession? And hopefully they get a little insight with our podcast today and know how to do that. Do you have any advice or suggestions for my young people who may want to go into the teaching profession? Uh, great questions. Um, I will start with um, the, what can we do to make it inviting or to um, the build morale, I guess, in teaching and get more people to come into the profession. Um, and I like the fact that teachers need to be celebrated. Um, that is one. And of course, I'm only speaking for the state of North Carolina, but it has to start at the top um, mm -hmm. legislatively um, far as making the allowing that position to be a respected position because it's not mm -hmm. as it was uh, back when we were growing up. Right. Like when you were a teacher, it was, oh, my goodness. Oh, Mr. Rivers. Oh, oh, my goodness. That is amazing. Now it's you're a teacher, Mr. Rivers. Oh, goodness. I'll be praying for you. Brother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, goodness. So it's going to have to be something to happen at the top. When I say at the top, like I said, legislatively, um, where um, teachers are praised. Of course, if, again, if you go to other countries like Japan, or um, overseas where that position is, um, it's a respected position. Um, so going back to that, it's, it's gonna, and, and I was involved in Teacher Academy, mm -hmm. um, NC Teach. We had, uh, and that's how I got into the uh, uh, profession, but I really don't see those organizations pushing as much as it did when I was in it, and that's how mm -hmm. I started, was mm -hmm. through NC Teach. Mm -hmm. But um, I say our colleges, um, but then what's so disappointing, they go into the profession like I did. I was really, really excited. Mm -hmm. But then you have to deal with so many different personalities. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not as collaborative as it should be. It's and you're dealing with you're dealing with a lot of negativity, you know. Mm -hmm. And I had to I've had parents to curse me out. Mm -hmm. um, I've had parents to um, curse other folks out. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it I feel like we just need to bridge a gap between our parents and our partner with our parents. Um, 
some of our parents might have had bad experiences in education. Right. And so it goes through their kids. And so their kids, because of what their parents are talking about with school, then they have that um, that inherited that experience and that negative experience. But in my dream world, I would love for as soon as you walk into that building that every individual's at that front door greeting parents, rolling out that carpet and providing that um, experience uh, for them. So um, I don't know if I'm answering your question. No, you are answering very well. No, you answered very well. And, and um, that, that, is, that is very helpful for our audience, you know, because um, maybe someone in our audience may be thinking about going into that profession and maybe there's an administrator or someone in support staff, right? You said you need more support, you know, and that sounds like I hear from a lot of teachers, including my brother, like we would like to have more support and like be celebrated as teachers. And so the celebration that used to come up when my parents were there, so when they say, oh man, Mr. Rivers or Miss Rivers, you know, that was respect. And no matter where you come from or what you did, no matter who you were, you respect the teachers. And so we need to get that back into our social life here as far as society concerned, right? In America, we need to get that back into our society to respect teachers and know what they do has a bigger influence on anyone, right? Uh, you know, we probably spend more time with our teachers than our parents at times, right? Because they work so much. And so we need to get that celebrated again, have our society come together and come with a way that we can bridge that gap, as you said, because sometimes it seems to be a war between the parents and the teachers. And then the kids are caught right in the middle of that war. So we need to find a way to celebrate that. So thank you so much, Dr. Burst, for coming on my show today. Oh, it has been a pleasure. I can talk all day. I can run my mouth to people all day. But thank you so much for coming on our show. Thank you, sir. And I was like, I said, oh, my goodness, it's time already. I, got, I had so much information. Yeah. But you know what? I will share again. But thank you again for allowing me uh, to be on your show. But before I leave, let me get your contact information. Maybe someone will get in contact with you um, on social media. Maybe they have questions about being a teacher or other questions they want to have about you personally. Um, how can they get in touch with you on social media? Yes, sir. So if you decide to go on um, Facebook or Instagram, I am, my last name is different. I am Tiffany Determined. Okay. So, <laughs> so that is my name on um, on Instagram and uh, Facebook. And if you do need to get in contact with me, I am on LinkedIn under uh, Dr. Tiffany Burks. Um, and um, I don't mind giving out my email. My email is Tiffany Burks seven 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 at gmail.com. Well, again, thank you so much for coming on our show. And I also like to thank our viewers and listeners for joining me, Mitchell Rivers, on the Career Education Learners in a Podcast, where we make your career dreams a reality. God bless. <laughs>